0: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. Hello, hello. Oh, it's the my breakfast? All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched
1: out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. Hello. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? Play. <laughs> Hi, it's right.
0: me, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Six hundred and sixteen. Six hundred and sixty. Six hundred and sixteen.
1: Six
0: hundred and sixteen. podcast de Shy Life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How you doing? I'm all right. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, um, we have a very special guest this episode, um, but I'm going—I'm going to um, keep you in suspense until the, we come back after the music. But all I can say is that he was born on exactly the same day as me, so that makes him amazing automatically. So, that theme music, darling. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs>
1: But it's a positive thing, though. the high life, the shy life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. I know, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious.
0: Hello, captors. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you, Paul? Oh. <laughs> go, shy Yeti. Oh, I he has not found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Younger y- y- John's ankles as well. <laughs> but has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? Uh, I don't
1: think so. It's all green, and see it. Yup yup yum, yup
0: Has anyone seen my hot that's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it again. It's
0: the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> I would like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul.
0: Hi there. Hello, and we're back. So um my guest would you like to introduce yourself guest
1: Hi hello um hi listeners um, my name's Andy some people might know me on social media as the big a but probably not too many because i haven't really got that many people following me but um i am Paul's official birthday twin and it's yeah. lovely to be here and talk to you yeah and
0: the, the, the exciting thing is that although we we were trying to work out just before we started recording when we first met and we thought probably about 10 years ago but this is the first time we've actually met or, or spoken face to face on real. zoom so yeah so, so um, uh,
1: so i was thinking it was it's got to be it's got to be probably about 10 years and i Mm. think we had mutual friends and i think probably Mm. probably you you'd been out with somebody that i knew in london and you'd Mm. been in that well they'd probably like you know our people today constantly taking photographs of what they're up to and it Mm. was this is it's paul's birthday and i'm thinking Mm. "Mm, it's not it's my birthday (laughs) and i think maybe that was kind of how maybe i first messaged you and said oi oi it's my birthday stop stop (laughs) eating all my cake Um, and probably that's how we got talking and then i deleted facebook for a number of years and i think i found you on twitter and we spoke on there and then we moved to i moved to instagram yeah, yeah, kind of got into that and we've probably i can remember there was probably one year i think did you go to italy for a birthday one
0: yeah i went i went I, yes because i love italy but i definitely went for my 40th to florence um which was probably around the time that 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 we first started talking, but also Venice mm. on my birthday
1: quite a few Venice, times. Venice, that was it. Yeah. I remember you were in Venice one year and I think I might have been away and I mm. think we had a little comment, you know, we're yeah. both in separate countries yeah. and, and neither of us is in the UK and it's our yeah. birthday. So yeah. for all those belated happy birthdays, happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday for <laughs> you too. I,
0: because some, I think some years we wouldn't we, we would we wouldn't talk except for our birthdays, which was fine. But over, over, over the course of um time we've sort of discovered we also had things in common like absolutely um, what we're going to talk about some of what we're going to talk about today but uh, um but
1: yeah i just wanted to say as well there was one thing when i listened to one of your your other podcasts a few Mm. weeks ago you were talking about how old you were in a particular year and i was like that's me totally (laughs) because our birthdays are relatively at the end of the calendar year Mm -hmm. when when you think back to say 1984 When you do the maths, you'd think, oh, well, we were 11, but we wouldn't have turned 11 until the back end of the year. So you'd be 10. So that probably... People now think we're born in 1970. It's easy to work out anyway. I don't yeah, really give yeah. my, um, we don't want to give too much detail no, away. No, you no. never know who's listening.
0: That's just for us, our secret dates.
1: <laughs> um, Mother's maiden name and the <laughs> first pet and all of that stuff. They'll all be hacked into our bank accounts before this yeah, is even live. <laughs> I
0: have to be careful. I, I, if if people want to listen to 600 and whatever number episodes it is <laughs> of this, they may they may eventually get into my bank account, but it won't find much in it these days. But. <laughs> But really, I mean, they have all sort of gone totally off there now. By the time they've listened to all six hundred and ten, but uh, yeah. But um, yeah. So, uh, what of the things we're going to talk about? or We're going to start talking about. I mean, you know, we're not going to try and do all this in one episode. We want you to. We want you to come back.
1: Oh, I'd love um, to. Um, <laughs> we're already we're already three or four minutes in. We <laughs> <laughs> want you back already. Um,
0: but uh, well, one of the things we discovered we had in common was that we both love Australian. TV TV shows. Um so I think the ones we're gonna talk about are possibly uh Prisoner's Hub H, Young Doctors, uh Sons and Daughters and Cop Shop. But w- which of those did you get in? I, I think I, I listened to you on the prisoner podcast did you, you yes did you? So I, I got i got the wrong number to start with and i was like i was enjoying it but i really wanted to hear you uh, <laughs> and i was like where's andy and um, then i looked back and i think you sent me a screen grab when you were listening to and then you said um this is this is the one uh, and then I, I realized I looked at the picture and that wasn't what the so I, oh, I got the wrong one. So I had to go and download the, another one, and then I was like, "Ah, there's Andy. That's
1: right." <laughs> Bit of cross promotion going on there. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's episode sixty that I'm on, and they've asked me to do another one. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, I'll be recording that that in the not too far off future. But, um, but no, that's fine. And I think, um, I think the so there's been so many um, different productions over the years, hasn't there? Mm. And I was. I was trying to think back as to when I first maybe was could aware you, of watching something that was in Australian. The, in that
0: episode, you were saying that you know, like we sort of all started with with neighbours, which probably isn't mm. the case for me. But I know a lot of these shows were depending on what region you lived in. A lot of the a lot of the shows were already it could have been on, earlier yeah for me i don't think it was but i'll tell you about me first but i know you, oh. you were kind of well i mean i don't mind you you can you can tell because i think you probably started watching stuff before me but
1: yeah and I mean, maybe I need to kind of this is this is where what was what it they talk about retcon, where um, <laughs> suddenly someone says something completely different from what they've said before in a previous episode. <laughs> I, I think I mean I think, yeah, generally it was neighbours and home in a way that got mm. me and my friends into watching that type of programme. And, and and I think as you, you've heard me say, Prisoner was really the one. Once I'd started mm. watching Prisoner, the others kind of paled into yeah. In comparison, really, that 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 for me is the best of the, of of the, of the bunch, um, and that's the one that I've watched the most and probably got the most affinity with and enjoyment from. Um, but I think watching a lot of the other ones, you see the same actors, and you think the same script writers have written different programs, and you can mm, see how yeah. maybe they've used similar storylines more than once. Because yeah. I mm. guess storylines do get reused over and over again, and you might get um, people yeah. thinking, "Oh, that's a good story. I'd, I'd like to <laughs> replicate that."
0: Well, I've been doing that in my own writing for <laughs> years, uh, partly because I knew that nobody had nobody had seen it the first or, or the first time anyway, so I could go. from me, like when. <laughs> Like when I'd done like my sudden park plots, often they were they were bits that were inspired by prisoner or like I think I told you um there was the plot line about the hypnosis and, and yes. I definitely did that in I did I've done that on Sutton Park, and in my podcast, and um, probably in my writing—I think in my writing as well.
1: <laughs> one of the variation. ones that seemed to come up quite a lot in the Australian uh, serials was: there's always a son in a wheelchair. There's always mm. a son that's had a car crash or a, a spinal injury, and yeah. that seemed to be quite a common. I don't think that one was in Prisoner, but I'm not. Well, maybe it was. I don't, there was there was there was one character in Prisoner, wasn't there? It happens car crash, and, and,
0: and it happens in Sons and Daughters. In you yeah, haven't yes, got that yeah. far yet, but uh, yeah. yeah. Um, But I guess we should, in case people listening don't know what prisoner is to start with, we should, as we talk about each we should just give a little background. Prisoner is about a women's prison and their lives outside the prison. Um, And um, I guess it's a bit like Orange is the New Black, but much earlier, um, Mm. at at least to sort of, you know, give it a a sort of set up.
1: Have you ever seen Within These Walls?
0: I've got it up there on my shelf, Um, and I've watched the odd episode. um, Of the other prison ones, I've watched all of Bad Girls – um which, which I also enjoy
1: but um so so I think within these walls was like one of the first women in prison mm. dramas and it was made by um I think it was LWT back in the early 70s yeah and mm. that was kind of like one of the big um one of the big dramas really of the day and it was quite well known and I think the actress who played the governor because within these walls was quite focused on the prison officers and their yes. lives yeah mm-hmm. and the inmates were almost like extras or mm-hmm. they I mean, there was a few of them that were in um continuing stories but m- yeah. most of the focus was on on the prison officers and the governor is a bit like mrs davidson from mm. prisoner and i think i think i've heard somebody maybe one of the story writers or something from prisoner say that actually they'd seen within these walls in the early 70s really liked the governor character and kind of maybe used her as a starting point to develop yeah. mrs davidson in prisoner
0: yeah yeah because <laughs> How many episodes of Prisoners? I've got all these. Six hundred ninety-two.
1: Yeah. So um, it's, it started production in late seventy-eight, yeah. which was probably the year we would have started school. Because mm. thinking back, I think I think I started school in September seventy-eight.
0: Yeah, mm. and
1: you would have done as well. Yeah. So yeah. that's a bit of a, another significant thing that <laughs> one of our favourite shows was actually just going into production, and, and we were learning to read and write basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so kind of that was then, and it, it ran until 1986. And it's it's um it's been a big hit around the world, hasn't it? And it's got a yeah. bit of a cult following.
0: Yeah, and well, when when I got into it, which was probably about 91 or 92, they were they were on about the 1981 episodes. In I was in TVS, um, right? And I think they were one of the last ones to to mm. to or they were the much much slower. Uh, Because by the time I went to university in Birmingham, Central had already shown it and were doing that thing of repeating
1: it it, it again or starting from the start, yeah. And that's and that's actually, and again, because we're the same age, you'd come to Birmingham, which was the region I grew up in, Hmm. uh, and I'd left and gone up to the northeast, so I was in Tyne Tees at that point, and they were. They were, I think, on about the nineteen eighty four episodes. I seem yeah. to remember the, um, you, you know, you referenced the uh, yeah, the, 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 uh, the psychologist, yeah. the, the kind of hypnosis. I, I seem to remember those episodes with Doctor Edmonds and Cass and mm. Pixie mm-hmm. uh, being one of the, some of the first ones that I saw when I got up to um up to the northeast on Tyne tees.
0: Well, any well, for because I I because of liking Doctor Who, I had loads and loads of pen friends when I was in sixth form. Some of them in overseas, some of them in the UK, and some of them became pop- actual friends and ended up in Sutton Park. And and but the ones who lived in different areas, I would ask if they would video Prisoner wherever they were, so I could see oh, wow. a, a little bit ahead because I was ex- or, or if I went to visit them, I'd be like, "Do you mind if I stay up and just watch Prisoner?" <laughs> oh,
1: I remember, um, I remember going to Blackpool uh, on a family holiday and um, shocking my whole family by demanding that rather than us going out, I wanted to stay in and watch Prisoner because. <laughs> you could get Granada and HTV. So there were two, two episodes and I think they're on, on different nights. Um, and it was like, come on, we need to. And it's like, no, I want to stay in and watch this because Granada are like three years behind central and, and HTV are even further behind. So, um, yeah, it's, I've really got, and and that seemed to be the thing then the different regions did have a lot more variation in what they Mm -hmm. showed, didn't they?
0: Yeah. And, actually tvs never finished showing prisoner my mum would wow. video it for me when i was at um at, at uni and then whenever it was that channel five came along and mm. it, it went out it it just went off and um so i had quite a break and then when channel five came i didn't have channel five i was living in, I, I was oh, living God. in surrey and we didn't have channel five i didn't i didn't really have good reception anyway in the house i was living in in camberley but um my friend Nick, who was still, still in Salisbury, I I said to him, I sort of kept an eye on the TV listings and sort of said to him, when it gets to the point where I, I I miss I stop watching it, can you pick it up for the last year or so? And he did, and he he and his girlfriend got totally obsessed with it as well really? that last year. Um, but I think Channel Five showed it at a ridiculous time in the morning or something.
1: It was it was definitely a, um I mean I don't even know if that was breaking the law back then, but it was something that you had to you had to VCR it, didn't you?
0: Yeah, he—he he, well, you know, you're allowed. I mean, you're allowed to. you to record
1: for, stuff for personal stuff. use.
0: Yeah, um, but he—he he said, you know, every I don't know every two weeks, it, the the tape would wake him up because it would get to the end and whiz back very loudly. <laughs> and he had a very old, he had a very shaky yeah, a yeah. recorder. But
1: <laughs> it's a different world. It's a different world now, isn't it? Where you can just stream stuff. And um, I actually bought prisoner on DVD when it was released in Australia yeah. in the late, in the mid, the mid two thousands when they started releasing it. And um, I mean, obviously now I can just think, right, I want to watch episode four fifty three, and I can just yeah. go up and put the DVD in. And there it is. Uh, but I can really remember um, seeing it on Central, watching it on Anglia as well with some not very good reception there, but we could just, just it was just kind of just about watchable. But then when it ended, feeling quite, all oh, right. that's it, gone now, it's finished, it's over, and kind of feeling, will it ever come back? Will it ever be shown again? And kind of thinking, I really enjoyed it, and and now it's kind of like it was almost like somebody had been to visit you, and then they'd left.
0: I think it was. I think it wasn't until like two thousand and two or three that I saw the very last episodes, and I, I had a last tape. Had a last tape that that Nick had done, and I I think I was due to be coming out in the evening, but I had the afternoon free. And I thought I'm going to watch. I can't just watch it just sitting there with a cup of tea i i i had some brand- it must have been early in the year or something i had some brandy in the house so i thought i'm gonna have brandy coffee so i'm watching it oh lovely. And by the time i was by the time the last episode when when what happens to the freak happens i was shouting at the screen like yeah yeah you right <laughs>
1: <laughs> so just just the <laughs> listeners who might not know the freak is one of the prison officers mm. but she she's not actually in it when it first starts and i think no, probably she no. came in maybe halfway through
0: yeah but we
1: really became the main yeah. character really didn't she towards yeah. the, the kind mm. of second half of the series but mm. was uh, i mean she was an exceptional character and, mm. and i've got memories of of being quite um and we were a lot younger then uh being quite quite not flabbergasted but quite astounded by some of the things she did and some of Mm -hmm. some of the lines that they gave her were quite oh wow that's quite it's almost sensational that she's Mm -hmm. done that or said that or Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: one one that really sticks in my memory is where the prisoners are complaining and they've i think they've barricaded themselves in the recreation room so um (laughs) they're on some kind of protest so so her response is to go down to the boiler room whack the heating up to full (laughs) and then breaks the key in the door and, and and one of the other officers says something like, Can't we call a locksmith? Those women all melt in there and she's like, That'll cost too much. Let's leave it if they want to sit there, just let them sweat it out. And it was just um horrendous, you know, to do yeah. that to people, but 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 kind of quite funny as well.
0: Yeah. Do you remember what the first episode was and why you turned it on?
1: So, um, I do remember the first episode I ever saw. And it's it's quite, um, even now when I kind of watch it, I do get a bit of goosebumps because you think it's so many years ago. It mm. was in the school summer holidays, and I think it was 1988. Hmm um and it was the first the first ever episode opens with chrissy with her baby and Mm -hmm. mick her boyfriend and she's basically saying i ain't taking that baby back into that baby home you can come with me or, or you can stay here but she's not going back into a prison And I just remember thinking, gosh, what's this? Because obviously Chris is a a, a Mm. British character. So Mm. to be watching an Australian program and the first voice you hear is an English voice was a bit, Mm. oh, what's this? (laughs) So that kind of got my interest. And it's also the episode where, I mean, the the prisoners were always going on strike, but it's the one where they go on strike because um, I think Queen, Queen B, who was the leader of the prisoners, she was um, wanting to do a braille machine project. Oh, yeah. um, mm. I think the the officers are saying it'll it'll be it'll it'll be too much trouble, so we yes. won't do it. And she's she's she kind of puts them all out on strike, and she just storms into the laundry and says, "That's it, girls! Damn tools! We're on strike!" <laughs> and and it really hooked me right almost from that fir- those first couple of scenes. And I think that's something like episode one ninety. Or one ninety
0: three
1: mm. or something. Mm. So, uh, Prisoner had already had quite a run yeah, before
0: I saw it. Yeah, I had with me, and I was a little bit after you, but um, I didn't even realise I was watching Prisoner when, when I was watching because it was <laughs> scenes outside. It was when Vera, who was one of the head warders, uh, she was being held. She was been kidnapped, or she'd been kidnapped. She was being held hostage in a in a warehouse. And there was lots of, and it's so not many scenes were in the episode or in the bit I watched anyway what was um set in the prison so I, I thought well what's this this is exciting and mm-hmm. and up until that point you always heard, heard people making jokes about prisoner even though maybe a year or so before the theme tune because of the fans um in the UK the theme tune had been in the top 10 years mm-hmm. after so I was kind of aware of prisoner, but there was it was always joke people joking about things and about it being low budget and and and, and so I, I didn't necessarily think it was any good. I and so well, I was watching... you
1: know, I I I've always had a bit of a problem with that Paul mm. and you know, watching it now, people talk about the walls are wobbly and uh, people are looking nonsense. at the wrong camera and that's nonsense. I don't know where that, that kind of that whole yeah. cultural um understanding of, of prisoners yeah. come from but it's not true the walls didn't wobble occasionally but, there might have been a, a, a yeah, kind very, of a vibration
0: occasionally. i mean going briefly off the, the point but um I, there's a american soap called dark shadows which is all about well it's just started off as a sort of gothic mansion type soap but it ended up with werewolves and vampires and, and became really really big um and and I always kind of wish that. What a shame that Crossroads didn't become the Our Dark Shadows. We could have had. We could have had vampires in Crossroads. It would have been great. But the reason I started watching Dark Shadows was partly because I heard about the wobbly sets and and yes. people wandering on camera, not knowing that they were on shot, and, yes. and, and 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 that that was great. But then I also got totally obsessed with the fact that it's such a different twenty other soap that I've ever seen.
1: I remember um, I, I got a DVD <clears throat> about. Um... ATV which was the ITV company Mm. that was in the Midlands before Central Mm. and um they made Crossroads obviously and I think there is a connection between I think maybe Reg Um, Grundy or Reg Watson or something Mm. uh left left Britain and went to Mm. Australia and he was kind of responsible for uh, and I think maybe that's where the thing about the um the son in the wheelchair having the accident comes from because I'm sure there was a character Mm. in Crossroads that was was, a, a, a disabled guy yeah um and um I remember seeing there was a, a thing there was a classic character where there was a bit of a I think she was the woman who was the cleaner and I mm. think for pe- for people who are familiar with Victoria Wood's work yes. and Acorn Antiques you had the character who was Mrs Overall the cleaner yeah, yeah. And, and and that was a bit of a pastiche of, of those bad soap operas wasn't it and, yeah. mm. and 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 there was this famous scene where um they kind of got the action and the woman who was the cleaner was stood there and she put the vacuum on <laughs> And she was vacuuming this carpet and they were like we're gonna to have to cut because nobody can hear what the actors are saying can you turn that vacuum off so take it? two vacuum goes on again and it's like what's this you're like we can't we can't hear people talking why have you got the vacuum and she pipes up and says but the script says i'm hoovering in the background and it was obviously hovering in the background So there we go a little bit of an anecdote there
0: well, somebody was telling me about uh, because there's obviously been a bit of a resurgence because of the, the nolly documentary about Noel Gordon. Yes. And, um and, and so, and there's been a big massive um, box set of episodes, which I haven't had the money to buy, but um, one of my friends has bought it and was saying that there's, there are things where characters do their line and the next person's line. And then the next person is like, it mm. says it again. And that, and that happens on Econ Antiques so much. Yes. You can see it's exactly yeah, um, so, authentic.
1: So, so, People having watched Acorn Antiques and, and having a bit of humour and and how badly it's made and, and that's the whole point of it. I think maybe that that got attached to Prisoner as well, and, mm. and I think that's a bit unfair because it wasn't yeah, I mean. it wasn't that badly done, and I think it was quite um okay. It was low budget, but it wasn't it wasn't quite as bad as people seem to remember it as.
0: Oh, no, not at all. I was really I was really surprised. Um, I I've um, sort of been slowly working my way through Dynasty recently, um, and. I think Dynasty could benefit from being half, half an hour episodes because mm. there are the episodes that are very sort of um Not slow. a lot Yeah, not a lot happens. Um, which is why I think Sons and Daughters is, is so good because it has to... Cliffhanger, uh, no, no, next 20 minutes sort of thing. Um, but i'm also surprised i don't know if it's because of the the, the sort of the way tvs or the width of tvs or, or whatever but the amount of boom mics that i saw in some of the yes, seasons of dynasty yes. which uh, <laughs> i don't think people noticed at the time so it might be to do with the you know now seeing on dvd you're getting to see the fuller picture than you might have seen on your tv back at the time but
1: and mm. uh, um, 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 and um yeah, I think it was one of those ones you you can kind of like see they kind of have to jolt the camera because yeah. of the, the kind of the mic's in shot, and probably maybe that's why people have this thing about jerky cameras and, and yeah, yeah. wobbly sets because there was perhaps some camera movements that they didn't. But you meant you mentioned sons and daughters there, and um, and I suppose that really was one of the first, mm. Um, mm. one of the first Australian programs that I remember.
0: I think I think it got I think it got. Um shown within a year it's starting in australia i think it was over here by 83
1: yeah um, I, I, I i did a bit of research mm. um I've, I've made some notes because there's nothing like forgetting things when you want to talk about them but it was february 1983 when it started on on central i yeah. don't know about the other itv mm. regions mm. but um and the young doctors was mondays and tuesdays and mm. sons and daughters was wednesday thursday friday each week
0: yeah because um, cause, um for, for the listeners sons and daughters started in 82 but young doctors was 76 70, it starts, Yeah, 76. And, and also they didn't get color TV until about 75 so mm. um it might be the fir- the reason one of the first that, yeah that we that we picked it up over here because it because number 96 which is very interesting soap is mm. main, mainly well at least half
1: of it's black and white um half of it not existing as well but mm. uh, only the later ones that are in colour, isn't it? Right. I, I think I can I can remember even back then. I mean, if it was February eighty three, we would have been we would have been nine, wouldn't we? Mm. So um I think I can remember there was definitely a distinction between the young doctors obviously they're in doctors' uniforms and Kind of nurses' mm. uniforms, but when they're out of those clothes in the kind of um, what would you call them? I guess kind of like civvies, yeah. Um, mm. the fashions were so 70s mm. in the young mm. doctors, you'd have big flowing gowns and yeah. huge, mm. huge, massive uh, flared trousers mm. for the men. Mm. Mm. Where sons and daughters did seem a bit more up to date and a bit more 80s and and, yes. and a bit yeah. more perm and a bit more yeah. um, maybe leg warmers and things uh, like that. Well, so you
0: can see could it because it sort of goes from 82 to 87, you can definitely see the change in fashions as well throughout the 80s yeah. mm-hmm. um but well, going going back to the first and saw prisoner i definitely got to the end of that episode and then the titles came up and i was like that's prisoner and it's that's like amazing so mm. i've um, i'm not listening to anybody think that anybody ever tells me about a program before again um and i, I was glued and then soon after that you get the whole um sandy and doctor um oh, uh, the, they the, are well, some like, of the best think, like, episodes yeah. aren't they so it's kind of like,
1: like na- Dr. K. now i'm booked <laughs> yeah doctor K, now i'm booked, so and that 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 scene with Mari winter where um, I think, well, whatever's happened, happened, and, and and Kate stood there with a knife that's been made, and, and kind of Mari comes down the stairs and says, I, I recognise that knife, that's the knife I gave to Sandy. Mm. I won't say any more, because it spoils the story if we don't want any spoilers, yeah, but yeah. that kind of scene of Mari coming down the stairs with a with a light on her face, it's, it's really quite dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, really, but, really good.
0: Unfortunately, um, around that time, my American pen friend came over um, in the summer of 92. And I, I had just finished the whole Sandy and Dr. Kate plotline. And it was just, so I was kind of like, you got to watch this show. And then the episode that happened to be on when he was over was like one of those episodes that just is in between big plotlines. Mm. Nothing that special. And he was kind of like, what's it about this show you like? And I'm like, "It wasn't like this last week. It's, it's not that yeah. it's bad, but
1: it's not. I think that's... That's something that I think I think when you binge watch I mean today we binge watch mm-hmm. stuff and, and you can watch I don't know 10, 20 episodes in a day. Maybe not twenty episodes, but um back then it was it was only maybe one once or twice a week and I think I think now you can see it was really hard for them to maybe keep that high quality yeah, going week yeah. after week after week, and and for big storylines like that, they'd play out. They probably would need a couple of weeks yeah, of. Yeah. They, they didn't know that Patrick.
0: They didn't know Patrick was going to come over from America in 1992 and watch that episode. So they were like, "Oh, I'm sorry, but um, well, I want to come back to Prisoner and stuff." But, um, mm-hmm. but with, with sons and daughters, the first episode I saw, I was in in about about 1990 it's actually mentioned in my my i found my 1990 diary recently which is like the only year i ever kept a diary deed wow I, I we were in portugal and i got sunburned at a splash park um and and i i saw my first ever episode of space 1999 and my first ever episode of sons and daughters when i was lying on the sofa not feeling very well in the summer in the sort of summer in portugal. Of yeah in portugal
1: um and was it translated or did they have subtitles I think it or? must have
0: been subtitles um uh, and and I went back home and found out the sons and daughters was was on in TVs and started watching it from about 1990 till 92 when it finished I came in about season season five which was about 1985 episodes so I had about two years worth of episodes to watch but.
1: see for me my memories of sons and daughters and the young doctors run side by side because they were Mm. shown on different days at the same time. And I have vague memories of both of them Mm. from the start, Mm. but I think as as we were saying um, a couple of weeks ago, Paul, when we decided to do this conversation, a lot of it's just distant memories. And and I can, Mm. I can remember who the characters are, but I didn't really remember the stories and the detail behind it all. Probably I remembered more from the young doctors. Um, I think possibly because um, my granddad was quite poorly at that time and was actually in hospital. Mm. So we've got quite a bit of hospital visiting. Yeah. And um, maybe that just struck more of a chord with me, watching something about a hospital on TV at the same time. But I have really strong memories of, of some of the stories between um, Lisa and Tony and Tanya and 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 their kind of wedding, their kind of on-off love triangle that was going on, more so than with sons and daughters,
0: yeah.
1: probably. I-
0: I think I started watching Young Doctors because I was watching Prisoner and, and Sons and Daughters and thought, well, I better, may as well do the Tramvirate <laughs> and, 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 mm. and as you say, I think it was on the same time, just on different days, or maybe it was on the same day, but um, I think it I started to
1: watch... There's probably things about the Young Doctors that, that maybe haven't dated very well, though, because there's some of those early episodes... And, and, and I don't know how much of this is them trying to show how men treat women at work. And, and there is a lot of um, sexual innuendo and, mm. and things that you just wouldn't get away with today. For example, mm. Dr. Mm. Shaw asking women out for dinner and pestering them. And you just think, mm. you know, today the guy would be just... It'd be, be with with kind of cancel culture. It'd be it'd be um, it would be all over social media that this yeah. doctor's mm. been uh, making inappropriate comments, and it was almost like back then it was almost like part of the story. But I do think sometimes there's a bit of a actually this isn't acceptable him saying this, and, and mm. he's, he's crossed the line. And, and some of the nurses would stand up to him and say no that's that's not right. And yeah. so there is mm. this little bit of maybe women's. Um, emancipation maybe coming in or perhaps yeah. trying to, to kind of show that women had 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 the right not to be spoken like to that at work yes. yeah a little mm-hmm. bit yeah, yeah. Boom. Boom.
0: I was going to say i'm not quite sure what got me into young doctors other than um
1: just it was another it was produced by the same people and it's yeah. another another kind of show
0: I think, I think i must have seen um an episode that was was sort of like like phone calls or, or prank phone calls or something that made
1: yes so that's when is that when sister scott was being impersonated by one of the other um sisters in the hospital and it's some kind of campaign against um sister scott who as some people might know is the same actress that was barbara and sons and daughters right. yeah. Yeah. and she was also um didn't she do the australian version of the weakest link as well she did, yeah. Yeah. She, did she did that as well so um and that was quite interesting because the 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 other actress who was playing the, um, the naughty nurse, if you like, the one who was doing the um, the impersonations is actually Jeannie Drynan, who was the mother in uh, Muriel's Wedding. Yeah. And is also in Prisoner as well, playing Angela, the solicitor. Mm-hmm in in the in the early episode so i suppose you can you can see the same actors used over and over again but that that, that happens in this country as well doesn't it where you've you've had people playing several different characters in in long running programs so it's it's not unique to that but that was one of the things that we always used to do watching the Australian programs to try and spot people and think, oh, she was in Neighbours and he was yeah. in Home and Away and good, good, like, good grief. She was in The Young Doctors and you'd kind of wonder if they'd got different hairstyles and different clothes. And I suppose because for us, they were all on at the same time, but in Australia, they'd been made in different eras and, and it, was, um, it was quite interesting to spot different people or yeah. the same people. Anne Haddy, who
0: played Helen Daniels in Neighbors was she was in prisoner wasn't she as
1: um she was she plays Doreen's mother and um I was thinking actually seeing her in Sons and Daughters the character that she plays in Sons and Daughters Rosie she's she's quite she's quite acerbic isn't she she's she's got a bit of a, a nasty tongue to her and mm-hmm. my memories of Helen Daniels are that she was so lovely in Neighbors and it she was a completely different character but probably the, the the character that she played in prisoner who's the mother that's terminally ill and doesn't yeah. want to get too close but but yeah. then ends up letting the cat out of the bag and um is it something to do with perfume she buys Doreen some some perfume and, and Doreen has a memory of this yeah. was the perfume that my mother used to wear before she she abandoned me years ago um she was probably maybe a bit more like Helen in 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 the prisoner character well,
0: well, one of the shows that I, I don't know if it was ever shown over here, but you've got me into trying it. It's cop
1: shop. Cop shop. Yeah. Wow. I love cop shop. I didn't think, I, I didn't think I would, but um, it's, it's better than I suppose. Cause it's, it's a police based drama and, yeah. and I suppose not many people outside of Australia would even know about cop shop, but it was made by Crawford's who made some of the other Australian um, serials. And it started, I think in 1977, Um, And in fact, I'm sure I read somewhere that they tried to sell it to ITV, but they felt it was just too, maybe some of the stories were perhaps just a bit too controversial. Um, And they just felt it wasn't quite right for what what ITV wanted back at that point. So Cop Shop was never bought by the UK, never shown in the UK.
0: I've heard that about Dark Shadows as well, that that, um, around the time that Patrick Troughton left Doctor Who in 69, that they were considering, did they want to bother making it anymore? And and I think, because Dark Shadow starts in black and white, but goes into colour in the 67. Uh, oh. But again, I guess they just thought it was going to be far too weird. Um, so they kept doing Doctor Who instead. I'm never sure if that's an actual 100% fact or whether that's one of those old wise tales. But uh, sometimes when I've talked about TV with other people, I've been a bit surprised or uncertain as to whether certain US shows, say, um, or Australian shows, whether they were shown at some point over here. And you often find that they were, even though perhaps just once. And, um, mm. and, and it, it's, uh, you sort of forget because, because we were so young, we wouldn't have been watching those shows or we wouldn't even be interested in those shows when we were young.
1: Yeah. No, and I think if 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 they would have shown Cop Shop in the late seventies in the UK, it would probably have been on quite late at night, and yeah. um, I think they just perhaps felt it wasn't it wasn't. It was maybe a bit too violent. And I think there were some I think some of the early stories they just felt weren't weren't suitable for a British audience, which you think nowadays we watch programs from all around the world, and I don't really think that's even entering into the um the the kind of discussion, mm. is it, whether mm. or not the programs are suitable. One thing that is interesting, speaking about them reusing actors and, and actresses, um, I do know that um when Cop Shop started, Paula Duncan, who was in prisoner, um had left well i think she actually left the young doctors to go into cop shop i think she was um headhunted or whatever the phrase is yeah um, and it's interesting because uh one of the other actors from cop shop was also in the young doctors at the same time and you could almost see both of them must have left one 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 show to go into another one which I thought was quite interesting. And um, it was Peter Adams, and he ended up being in Prisoner as well, much later on towards the end. Um, And and it's interesting to note that Cop Shop was produced by Mari Trevor, Mm. who was a Prisoner producer. (laughs) And once Mari had taken over on Prisoner, Cop Shop had ended production in Australia. There are a number of the actors that were in Cop Shop, suddenly started appearing in Prisoner. So I wonder if maybe she'd worked with them, she liked them, she felt there was a role it's kind of suitable yeah, for them.
0: That happened with Young Doctors, didn't it, as well, with people from Young Doctors going into Prisoner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yes, um,
1: because I think you've got um, Babs Macmillan that played Cass. She went yeah. from Young Doctors into Prisoner, didn't she? As yeah. did, um, obviously, the big one is Judy McBurney, isn't it, that yeah. played um, P- um, Tanya P- Livingston.
0: And then she made Pixie Mason. Um, and... Um, is it Pixie Mason's father who's played by Ian Smith?
1: Yes. And That's he's a vicar, brilliant. isn't he? She's in for bigamy, isn't she? Because she can't, mm. she loved getting married, but she couldn't face divorce. So um, I think she'd married about five or six men in the end.
0: Yeah. And, bigamy and fraud. Um, and her, when her father comes in, to try and explain this complicated thing to the listeners, um, Ian Smith played Ted. Um, Ted Douglas, yes. Ted Douglas, the man from the ministry in the early uh, um, years of the show, but then got found out and stopped being in it. But he was also a script editor and writer. And mm-hmm. but I, I guess they just needed Pixie to have a father, so he comes back as a re- playing a reverend in that a couple of whatever. <laughs>
1: And the ironic twist is um, her... So, obviously, she's in prison because she keeps getting married and he's a vicar. So, you kind of think, well, he's going to be quite um, judgmental of her or condemning her. He's left his wife... To have an affair with a younger woman. And that's what he's basically come into the prison to tell her, isn't it? That by the way, I've left your mother for a younger woman. And you just think, well, he's a vicar and he's done that. And, 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 and he's condemning her for all these weddings. And and it's just a bit, um it's unusual, isn't it? It's a bit of a plot twist for her, I think.
0: Yeah. And then of course he comes into, um, um, uh, he's a big character in neighbors eventually. Mm.
1: Absolutely. It's Harold,
0: isn't it? yeah um have you ever dipped into sort of more modern neighbors
1: or home and away i haven't no i have really good memories of watching them when they first started and i mean i guess a lot of people would remember the whole kylie and jason era and what was going on in home and away at the same time and and i kind of felt once i'd got into prisoner and and, and i kind of lost interest in them a little bit and i haven't i haven't really watched more recent neighbors or or home and away you fact, stayed with Neighbours, didn't you? Yeah,
0: I, I I I got back into it in about 2012, but it was because and I'm not very good at names of actresses and actress actresses, which I know you are. Um, who was the last Top Dog in Prisoner? The, the that big was,
1: that that was Rita Rita yeah. Connors.
0: Yeah, she she um, the actress who played her was playing a doctor in Neighbours. Really,
1: and I I didn't I even thought, know that.
0: Yeah, I thought, oh, I must um, I must see her come into it. And then soon afterwards, Colette Mann came in, again, just for a bit part, well, or for a small part, and then became a regular for, for years, mm. uh, playing like the main matriarch sort of character. So by then I was sort of like, oh, well, I'm going to just keep watching it now. And then it got into a really good era of being a bit sons and daughters as far as the plots being. I mean, I'm sure they had been in the noughties as well, but... Um, it it got really sort of uh, yeah sort of people coming back from the dead or people who you thought were dead coming back and and, and d- doppelgangers and all sorts and 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 so perfect for me um, and and also they did do a sort of around the around twenty eighteen they did do a bit of a prisoner they had they had let's character going to a book club that's right was, I've
1: seen that yeah. and and they're all dressed in denim aren't they <laughs> so you've got Betty Bobbitt that was Judy. in prisoner and, um, is Jane Clifton in it? That was Margot. I think so. I think so. And there's a couple of others. And 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 the um, it's a really good scene. It, people should look it up. I think it's on YouTube. Um, it's kind of like neighbors prisoner reunion or something. If you if you Google that on YouTube or you search for that on YouTube rather, um, and it's quite well written. And and they used some of. I think one of them uses the line, "He used to give me roses," which mm-hmm. is obviously the theme tune to Prisoner, isn't it? One of the um, one of the the kind of the, maybe like the first line of the um of the song, um,
0: uh, and um, Val Layman, Val Layman came in and I think on a separate time and played some somebody who'd been a rival to to, to the character with Sheila, some somebody from school.
1: Did you ever watch Wentworth, the remake of uh, I, or the rather the reboot of Prisoner? I I've
0: watched like some of the first season and I think I've probably watched to on DVD to watch, but um I I I never sort of fell in love with it in the way
1: that I mm, did. um I'm with you on that I think when they started it that it was it was a bit it was a bit strange in that they wanted to reboot prisoner and use some of the character names but the actual stories for the characters or the kind of I suppose the description of what the character was going to do and how they were going to act and, and what type of person they were going to be. Some of them were completely different and it just felt a bit this is like a completely different character. So why why have you used a name? Why have you used a legacy name from another program when you've kind of created something completely different? And I suppose one of the biggest shifts in that was in in prisoner. Meg Jackson's husband is killed in the first episode. Yeah. And in Wentworth it was the other way around. It was um whatever is called Mr. Jackson. It was his wife that was killed. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so that that was almost like done the opposite way around. And again, it was the kind of stabbing with the scissors in the corridor, which makes it sound like Cluedo but um <laughs> One of the things that was quite interesting, uh, one of the characters, one of the actresses that they did reuse was Tina Bursill, who plays Sonia Stevens in Prisoner. And for people who've seen Prisoner, there's a lot of interplay between the uh, the, the Sonia character and the freak that we mentioned earlier. So they reused the character of the freak in in, in Wentworth, and there's this really great line in, in it when um when tina first comes in playing her character and you've done the oh, that sonya from prisoner she turns to the the kind of the new actress playing the same character and says don't i know you from somewhere and that, <laughs> i just thought that was that's classic because she does know her from another show but it's a different actress playing the same character essentially and i just thought that was really cleverly written in a lot of people would have missed it but you know i'm yeah, sure i know you from somewhere
0: They did that on a sort of cheeky thing like that on Neighbours a few years ago. They were doing a karaoke, and and um, Paul Robinson was there, and they were some of them were having to mind to. Don't you make you doesn't make you feel good? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and 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 everyone was kind of some of the characters were slagging off, and he was going, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought that's pretty. I thought it was a pretty (laughs) good song.
1: So well, I've just um, I've just seen recently the episodes in Prisoner where he, he's so young. I mean, he must have been, that actor must have been, when Neighbours started, he must have been about, was he kind of like late teens, early 20s, as yeah, Paul, Paul Robinson mm-hmm. when it started? Mm-hmm. So given that he was in Prisoner in the first year, he must have been about 15, 16 in that, playing, a, I think he was like an armed robber or something. Mm-hmm. He just looks so young, and then you uh, think, you see people now, and it's 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 like it's their whole life, isn't it?
0: They, they were trying to pair him off with um, uh, with Colette Mann Man as well, who was who was yes. a bit older. Although that's right, yeah, done that on Neighbours as well, and it doesn't seem so. It seemed a bit. Gosh, she's quite a lot older than him, but on Neighbours, it it didn't seem like that. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. So, so in in Neighbours when they had the Alessi family, the Italian family, yeah, uh, the mother was the actress that played Meg Meg Jackson Meg Norris in Prisoner, yeah. but the husband he'd been in Prisoner as well, and then here they put them together in Neighbours as a married couple, and it just to me it never worked because it, it was kind of like we knew that that actor was was considerably younger mm. than 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 his wife, and yet in the story he probably wasn't much older than the children and it just felt a bit a bit i don't know that family just didn't really work for me wasn't that the family where they had the twins
0: yeah there certainly were the twins i don't quite know how they were because they weren't her children they must have been relatives or cousins or or,
1: yeah or something yeah um but i definitely remember watching neighbors around the time that 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 family was in it and 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 those storylines and um I suppose one of the big one of the big things with neighbours was that they did change some of the um the actors, didn't they? I think was it the young girl that was changed about three times? Yeah, you know, yeah. The no, family. Lucy,
0: yeah, although the last Lucy's played her on and off. Since the '90s, but uh, so if you were going to pick favourite characters from Prisoner, what would be? From your-
1: Prisoner. Let's stick to Prisoner because that is the best. I think. <laughs> I think it's the best. Favourite characters from Prisoner. So we've already mentioned the kind of Doctor Kate Peterson and Sandy Edwards era. I yeah. think they're probably two of the. Um, although it's not, it's not a very long run. It's probably um, only about twenty or thirty episodes. But there were such strong stories, um, and we see the. Um, we see the interplay between the two characters. I thought that was really good. I thought they were really strong characters. Um I think it's it's almost like you could kind of go through each year of prisoner and pick who were the best who were the best characters in that year. I think Judy was a particularly strong character, wasn't she, through a lot yeah. of the series? I was like Judy. Um I used to like Helen Smart. Um, yes, Helen was amazing, wasn't she? Yeah such a good character and such a good actress and she would come into the prison um she was a sex worker and she would have a big big fur coat on and a wig and lots of makeup and i suppose the kind of cliche um look that a a sex worker would have back in those days but she would put different accents on and voices and make a bit of a joke about oh i'm back again did you all miss me and she was just such a strong character wasn't she
0: yeah. yeah, And and you mentioned Sonia Stevens. She, she was one of my favorites too. I I, I know people sort of say they, they miss when Bee leaves, but I did like that sort of cast that, that sort of were there soon after. So I, I, I perhaps I didn't mourn her too much. Um, mm. I, like, it's a Minnie, very, str- it's, it's yeah. a very
1: strong cast, isn't it? With Minnie yeah. and Cass and yeah. Pixie and Judy and yeah.
0: I always did like Meg and stuff and, um, you know, not, 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 didn't have to be the, the baddie. So some of the, you need to like some goodies
1: as well. (laughs) So in the, um, in, I think it's the 1985 series season, if you like, of prisoner, a lot of the actors did leave, didn't they? And yeah. they had a bit of a cast over re-overhaul. And, um, for people who, who, who perhaps don't know, they brought in maybe five or six different fresh characters, uh, transferred them from another prison, didn't they? And this is actually in the series where there's a conclusion to B storyline because B had been transferred to that other prison. And I think they've had a riot. And I think, I think she'd, she'd actually died in the riot. Mm. So those prisoners now turn up at Wentworth prison. And, um, they're known as like the Barnhurst, the Barnhurst five or the Barnhurst six or something. And for a lot of the fans, they kind of feel that's maybe when the show started to tail off a little bit in terms of quality. Mm. And I know there has been a lot of criticism about, well, the characters didn't work and maybe some of the actors weren't quite so good. And it was a bit of a shift. I think there was a, I think maybe they they got new prison uniforms as well at the same time. and, And I think maybe the, um, the incidental music changed a bit. I think maybe they got some new records to, to, to kind of play in the background. And um I watched those episodes last year to kind of see are they as bad as 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 kind of people say and, and as bad as I remember them? And I actually found that whole that whole era a lot better than I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Um for example, you've got that those um great episodes with the siege where um mm-hmm. the woman who's the gangster's wife, can you remember what she was called?
0: No, but I know who you, you you mean. Those those are some really good episodes. Um, and they
1: have terrorists breaking, don't yeah, they? And yeah. um, is is it like Myra has to make a decision who's who's going to be shot next? Yeah. And, yeah. and she says something like, "I'm going to give you a one minute deadline. You 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 have to name the next hostage that we will shoot." And and it's like, how would you how would you even decide that?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. That was really that was really good. Um,
1: and obviously, one of the one of the Barnhurst uh, characters is um, Jackie Woodburn, mm, yeah. who was uh, Susan in Neighbours for all those years, wasn't she? And, and I did actually watch the last episode of Neighbours, yeah, because yeah. that that was kind of from Susan's perspective, wasn't it? I thought that yeah. was quite good.
0: I, I think um, it, it's sort of. Uh, it, I don't think necessarily watching her in, in Prisoner, you'd have realised that she was going to become like the Queen of Soaps. She, 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 uh, she sort of wasn't quite full. She wasn't quite at her peak at that. At she, no, was a, a bit like um, the actress who played Daphne, um,
1: who her, then went on to be in Home and Away from all those years, his... being the second Pippa. That's right. Yeah. yeah who I think, so, uh,
0: is her surname Lawrence. I have forgotten what her first name. That...
1: Was. Is it Deborah Lawrence? Deborah Lawrence, yeah. who who's like been like a really well respected actor, and um, yeah. as you say in Prisoner, she's perhaps. Uh, it was an interesting character, Daphne, wasn't it? I think she um didn't she have premenstrual syndrome, and I think yeah. they were trying to show that one minute she was quite happy, and then the next minute she would just become quite distressed and and cry and 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 obviously it got quite severe mood swings and i suppose that was their way of of, kind of trying of, to show that in the story
0: she had a couple of guest spots on neighbors as susan's um sister <laughs> right so
1: they got so interested be, they got interested that they brought them back together yeah um yeah. and and i think this was something that we um when we were chatting before paul we noticed didn't with um i think i would be watching an episode of the young doctors where they'd put um there's two actors that they put together like a young girl and a young boy. In fact, it's um, in the young doctors. It's, it's Roger, the, um, the lad who, who's had the spinal injury and he's in the hospital and he he can't feel his legs and he doesn't know what's going to happen. And his girlfriend, um, that, that same actor and actress were then paired off again in prisoner. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And played a couple in that, didn't they? It was Paddy and Andy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and, um, the Paddy actress was in Sons and Daughters around the time I was yes. trying to encourage you to, be, to to start watching, which you've now
1: started watching. Mm. So, I mean, and and back to Jackie Woodburn because for people who don't realise that might have even watched Sons and Daughters and be familiar with the the some of the characters. Sons and Daughters starts back in 1962, doesn't it? Where you have a flashback to um, a very young couple who are arriving at Fiona's boarding house and the woman's pregnant and about to have a baby. And that's actually Jackie Woodburn playing that role. So you think she ended up kind of being the main the main matriarch figure, if you like in Neighbours, or rather one of the long-running ones. And there she is back in 1982, playing a young, a young and, scared, pregnant and girl. And hadn't,
0: hadn't she been in Young Doctors in about 80 or 81? Something, something
1: like that, yeah. But I, I, I can't really remember. I, I think I might have seen a clip of one of those episodes yeah. where she's in Young Doctors, but um, I don't really remember that so much. Um, no. But I've, I've got to say watching Sons and Daughters from the start, I'm really impressed with it. I think they've got some really good... They've got a really good cast, obviously, um, really quite strong. And it's one of those ones where you can almost see every so often they just inject another twist in the story and then you've got the next focus of the story is maybe somewhere else. I like the way that they have... um, Obviously, brought the story. Obviously, starts as I said with um, the Jackie Woodburn character being pregnant, but actually, she gives birth to twins, and um, she takes the daughter. She takes and then leaves, leaves like leaves the boy. Yeah. So obviously, years later, they're reunited, and I I liked how they did that kind of um, that kind of twist because I think these two young people are drawn together and, and start to maybe have feelings for each other. Yeah. That's quite that's quite a um that's quite a meaty subject to, to kinda of deal with, isn't it, in an afternoon soap.
0: And the weird thing is that they did something very similar with Lucy and Glenn in Neighbours in the n- early nineties and it got edited. Um and I and I just thought thought, well they did that on Sons and Daughters and nobody th- even knew the table. I saw
1: I saw the episode where um so John and Angela are the twins aren't they yeah. and they obviously know that they're brother and sister now but what's what's kind of started to happen is um I think maybe Angela's perhaps started dating a a, a boy and he started seeing a, a kind of like a girl they're intensely jealous aren't they yeah. and and I think what what they've done quite well in terms of developing those characters is to is to show that jealousy and be honest what it's about and I think there's a scene where they have to sit down with David who's their father Well, we think he's their father. And at this point, we believe he's their father. No spoilers. But they actually have to sit down with David and say, look, we can't... It's great that we've come back together. Um, We kind of love each other as twins, but we can't live together because there's that attraction between us. And I just thought that's such a... Maybe a bit of a controversial story. And the fact that they have to, they decided that they can't live in the same city. Uh, one has to go to Sydney and one stays in Melbourne. I thought that was quite, quite well done.
0: The the guy who plays the son has just turned up on home and away. Has he? Now um, as somebody's father. And, and uh, it's sort of, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Time has passed. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's it, Yeah, I I, there's been a few prisoner people turn up on Home and Away as well. Um, um, I think a Chrissy Latham actress turned up um, a a year or so ago, playing someone someone's gran. And and, and, yeah, wow. I I I do like watching. I'm glad that Neighbours is 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 not gone.
1: (laughs) So will it come back on? Is it Amazon that are going to be um, showing it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, on the free on the free channel, so
1: well, that's and, interesting. Yeah, yeah I'll maybe have to give that a, a, a bit of a, a watch yeah. when that starts yeah, again. it
0: will be like a good point to start again because it will it will be a bit different because it might be a whole load of new characters as well as some old ones. And I doubt they'll have everybody uh, everybody back, but uh, I mean, um, of course, in those last episode, the last few years of, of Neighbors, we had. Jane coming back as a regular character. Mm. And then she had a, a daughter who was very, I mean, it, it was certainly one of the most LGBT friendly soaps by the, the, the end. And, mm. and in away by comparison, seems very, gosh, we're going to do a gay plot line. Oh. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, whereas neighbors had trans characters and um, mm. gay couples and lesbian couples and, and bi couples. And, 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 it, and it just felt a lot more modern.
1: safe so- you you mentioned number 96 didn't you yes. and that wasn't that the first the first australian soap opera that had gay couples or gay people in it and mm-hmm. i think wasn't one of i mean i haven't really seen very much of number 96 but wasn't one of the premises that the um the gay male couple in the show were actually the most normal people yes. it was all the other characters that were a yeah. bit over the top and a bit um maybe some of them had issues and it was actually the two men that lived together that were the most down to earth and the most regular uh, kind of people in the whole series, which you've got to think for the early seventies, I can't imagine that being on mainstream TV in Britain. And I do wonder if maybe some of our fascination for, um, some of these old Australian programs is that I think for us, or to me, it seemed that they were a bit more forward thinking Mm. Than what was on TV in Britain, TV in on Britain in the early eighties felt really old-fashioned and really, yeah. I suppose it perhaps with things like Brookside and EastEnders starting some of the um, some of the British soap operas. They were quite challenging. They were trying to change things, but yeah. prior to that, it did feel that a lot of British TV was quite traditional and and perhaps had traditional values in it, and maybe the Australian programs were a bit more forward-thinking.
0: Well, having like. A gay kiss on EastEnders, in in the guest deals. I'm sure that in, was re-
1: it, it. was really controversial at the time, wasn't it? But that, I but
0: that was remember that years after it happened in Australia.
1: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you'd got you'd got um, Frankie was the first uh, gay female character in Prisoner, wasn't it? And and, mm-hmm. and you know we'd seen her kiss Karen and, and and stuff, and that had been back in 1979. So, um, and haven't I don't know whether that did cause any com Traversy or but um
0: I don't know it's very strange because some of the attitudes sort of were ma- different you have that sort of mature image of australia and yet um they they're sort of ahead of their time in, in many areas of, um mm. sort of, uh, well i think we got <laughs> Dee says it's time to go is it time to go does i guess so um and it's been great talking to you um, it's been great talking
1: videos. to you as well
0: um and uh, we'll have to get you back and we'll do some more talking about Australian TV or any, anything else we fancy talking
1: Absolutely. about. Absolutely. I'd love to come back again. Thank you for having me, Paul.
0: And, uh, yeah, we we usually say goodbye, but then we just natter a little bit before before we get go. So we'll say goodbye, but we, we might think of something to talk about very briefly before we say goodbye. So Definitely. Uh, but, uh, okay, dear, say goodbye. Wave your paw. Tim is waving
1: right, I'll <laughs> no, speak to you again
0: soon bye for now bye Favorite that you haven't mentioned already?
1: Oh, one that really, or the big. Well, were you going to say the Big Fire? I was going to say what about one of the that fires? Is so that, God, that is so, and it builds up, doesn't it? And I've seen people on some of the um some of the Prisoner forums say some of the other stuff's a bit rubbish, but at the same time, you've got some other really good stuff going on, like Maxine in the halfway house with Tony <laughs> and it just feels like the whole story is just building up and building up and you've got b getting her um her work release and she meets cookie and um she's trying to behave and, and it's almost like if you do this work release and you're a good girl we'll will then look at your parole and then obviously the freak is doing all she can to stop that parole from happening mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably like a really good era as well. But another one that probably um, stood out when I, I rewatched Prisoner last year was um, in the nineteen eighty three eighty four season where the freak again takes on Lionel Fellows, and she's got all that. Um, I think is there some episodes where somebody's recorded her saying something and the tape gets smuggled out of the prison and then she tries to find this tape and she ends up having to do a deal and i think they're about to kill her and then obviously they've got the the, the really classic episode where people break into into her house and give her lsd mm. and she has that really bizarre oh. acid trip
0: yeah, with, with all the prisoners like as if they're judges and stuff
1: and um, And absolutely and you've got meg (laughs) as the um as the judge with the gold face and i just think (laughs) where did that come from and i know it's obviously trying to show someone on an acid trip but they really must have given some thought to that and and to think of filming it in i think is it like filmed in an old in an old school or an old church or something and um it's very different isn't it from the rest of the series
0: i love all the plots where they involve, involve like Tape or or a diary or um, that that can can be passed mm-hmm. from person to person. They did things like that on on EastEnders and stuff and with tapes. And I'm sure I've I've done I've done it myself. And but I find that sort of thing um, very great for. I think a lot of the stuff I did when I did Sutton Park was in just. Because you're not like copying, but you're just taking that thing, like the diary, or or a hypnosis thing, or it's just a plot and doing your own thing with it. But they're such good little plots. You you Mm. you learn so so much from watching these shows if you're writing yourself
1: or because obviously there is um towards the end isn't there? there's a there's a whole story arc around is it nancy's diary where she's she's keeping this diary of of what they're all up to and i think that are they smuggling alcohol in tennis balls and yeah it's like a remote control car how on earth would you get a remote control car <laughs> into a prison with drugs on it or, or alcohol? She, she's writing all this in her diary. And then they're blaming, when when the officers find out, they're blaming it on this other inmate called Calf. And they're mm. making her life absolute hell, aren't they? Because they're mm. saying she's, what's the phrase they use? She's a lagger. Yeah. So she, she's informing on them, and it's not, it's this diary. Someone's found the diary, and they've been reading it, and that's how the officers know what's going on, and they they blame this other woman for it. Paul, it makes me so angry how they treated her.
0: Yeah, there's a diary in Sons and Daughters as well that um, belongs to somebody who was in Vietnam who, um, who, who Fiona gets c- connected to. But, uh, well, we shall talk about some of these things and more next time. But so,
1: what I'll do is I'll have a think about my favorite storylines.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: we'll come back and do the, another chat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <definitely>.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's been lovely. Um, I've really enjoyed it. The time's just floating.
0: I know. You also enjoyed it too, didn't you, You made a new friend.
1: Aw. Did you? Great stuff. Well, um, good to see you, Paul. Yeah. And good to talk to you. And, um, Hope to speak to you again soon.
0: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully my earphones won't back around next time. (laughs) uh, I can't guarantee that Dealey won't sit on me, but my earphones maybe won't. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we'll do it again soon. It'll be cool. Definitely. Have a good rest of your weekend.
1: You too. See you later. Okie dokie. Thanks, Paul. Goodbye goodbye, goodbye goodbye
0: goodbye 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 it's been good but yeah definitely time to come home now goodbye 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 <laughs> yes. goodbye goodbye goodbye
1: wow really no kidding
0: this show is part of the pride 48 network Find more shows over at 548.com. Oh What's
1: going on
0: now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique Voices in Podcasting. UnivazPods.net. Uh, we're going to get cut off. Are you, are you okay to come to go out and come sure, back in again? Yeah. Um, definitely, yeah. We we might as well stop rather than be rather than let them cut us off. And then we'll we've got one minute and okay. thirty seconds. So um, I'll end it and I'll come back in. Cool. See you in a minute.
1: See you in a minute. <laughs>
0: Can you hear me?
1: Back again, part two. <laughs> um,
0: I'm going to have to. my ear's phone's gone again. Can you? Can you yeah, I
1: can, I can hear you fine. Yeah, can you hear me okay? It,
0: seems, it just seems to be coming through the, the, um, not through the, I might have to change it again. I can hear you, but it's it's coming, it's not, it's um, not coming through the earphones. Um, speak, do some speaking.
1: I shall do some talking. So um, I could talk about lots of different things and um, just to see if that's working. Because the, is it coming through okay now? Yeah, it's um, not it's one of the challenges, isn't it, of um of doing uh, podcasts, I guess, recordings, teams meetings, uh, video chats that sometimes the um there can be problems with the um the technology. Sometimes it lets you down, sometimes it's working okay, sometimes you have to just keep 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 kinda of going on. And sometimes as I keep saying at work, pull it out, push it back in. <laughs> There's Dealey. Yes. Hi Dealey. Hello. You're
0: half asleep. Yes. Oh, hello. <laughs> mm. I might have to go out and come back in again, I'm afraid. Okay,
1: can... right, uh, cool. So, should we hang up and start again?
0: Yeah, sorry. I...
1: Right. That's, that's fine. Sure. It's fine. Back in a sec. See you in a minute. In a sec. Can you hear me? You me, just, you me to... I, I can hear you fine. It's, yeah, it's whether I, you I, can I, hear doesn't I,
0: me. Doesn't help having a big cat, that's on me. Right. <laughs> do you like, which one do you like, dearie? Which is your favourite? It's my sons and daughters. You see more of sons and daughters, to be honest, with me, you do. Yeah. Uh,
1: mm.
0: Your dog doesn't climb over you in your podcast. Does it?
1: No, she, um, she runs off upstairs and likes to sleep on the bed.
0: <laughs> I can't see now. Um, you can just sit down so I can see Andy, please. Yeah. that's
1: better can that's you hear better. okay that's now that's better
0: <laughs> there's a fuck that's,
1: that that's a high five man was that worth it or not oh my goodness that was a darling little shoe whoa I love that one great show, Paul. Yep. Yeah, that was a good view. Oh, kitty, 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 Purpur, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh,
0: I love dilly.
1: What the hell just happened on this show? I mean, seriously, reverse it, because I love it.
0: 660
1: Just the weirdest thing I've ever heard.